This call may be recorded or transcribed. It's a happy day at Declare Victory. It's Men's Day. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call already? Valerie. Good morning, Valerie. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You get the you get the early worm award. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you. Yeah, Pierre sent me a message to get on this morning. Excellent. Excellent. Mhm. This isn't your first time, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, excellent. Excellent. The reason why I ask is there are several Valerie's we have on on the call. So okay. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, I'm from Dalton, Georgia. I just spoke to Pierre for the first time last night. Okay, excellent. Well, we'll have to give him an extra, extra marshmallow in his in his cocoa for for inviting <laughs> you. Oh, yes, thank I'm, you. Yeah, I'm I'm calling, I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Okay. So, so you're not the only one that's not a a left coasty uh on the call. <laughs> okay. we, we we have Yeah, yeah, we have people from several different spots. But uh there 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 are folks that that know the value of the word of prayer on the call. Uh we know how to get a prayer through and if you need if if if, if you have a need in your life or you have people that that need that link. This is a place. This is one of the places to go. Okay. I, I will. I will say that. Yes. Yes. I, I've been with the call uh, over seven years, and again, like you know, prayer prayer changes things. And yes, it does. It, I believe. <laughs> I really yeah, do. Yeah. And and it's not just. It's not just only the folks you share a tabernacle with, you know, on Sunday or Bible study night that know the word of prayer. We got mm-hmm. troops all over the place. And this is one of the outposts. And you can't have too many folks who know you and can pray with you. So with that in mind, I welcome you, sister. One of the outposts in the war uh, on evil. This is where yeah, we are. I just want a clear direction for 2022. Mm-hmm. In God. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, the time is ripe for for us who know Him to start working because, as you see. He shut down the planet in a couple of days. You know what I mean? Yes. He's just letting folks know that, okay, you clown me. You clown my son. You act as if we're not relevant. Okay? Here's a little reminder. Boom. And whether these people did it for evil, okay, 
God mm-hmm. is letting everybody know that, okay, you still got to come to me. Yes. You'll have to come to me. Okay. And so, okay, that's fine and good. But for us who know him and for us who know the value of knowing him, to those who discount him, deny him, or cast him as irrelevant because, well, he's just that one choice, but all roads lead to the same place, right? Okay. Yes, right. We who know different need to be reaching out to these people because this may, with with this pestilence that walks across the parking lot, through your office, near where your children play, you know, in the hospitals, where you go to get rid of it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's very that's very real. And so it is real. the last the last time you talk to me may be your last time. See, before you would think, well unless I get into a bad accident or unless they give me a cancer diagnosis, I have time. You might not have as much time as you think. No, you don't have time. I lost my mo- my ex-mother-in-law through COVID um, last year. Yes, ma'am. I'm, and I'm my cousin just lost her husband through COVID. They gone, well, they viewing his body today. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, my my bishop, uh, we lost him about uh, six months ago, and he was on a. This is in the Church of God in Christ, and and he was campaigning for uh, one of the uh, spots on the on the board of the bishop, and he got it. But he was he only had it maybe like a week. And and, and he transitioned on out of here. So yeah, mm. it's very it's very real. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey Susie. Happy hey Brother Friday. Andrew, happy Friday to you too. We we had our we've had our first uh new uh visitor on the call. Oh we, awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's a, she's an amazing young young lady in, in spirit. Oh, and uh, awesome. Yeah, Pierre invited her. Oh, well, it's good to yeah. have her on the call. Oh yeah. Good morning, guys. Bless you. This is Pastor Pierre. Apostle Pierre. Good morning. Hi. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday to you. Good. Good morning. Hey, Sister Yvonne, God bless you this morning. Bless and all you. the time, God is good. good yes, He is. You. Good to hear you. Awesome good morning. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Favorite Friday, everyone, and welcome to the new caller. We're happy you joined. Good morning, Pam. Hey, Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday. Morning. Happy Friday. 
Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless everyone on the call, and God bless the new caller. Have a great day. Hey, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Good morning, my Declare Victory family. Welcome to our new Declare. This is Kind Kim. I hope everybody enjoys their favorite Friday. God bless. Good morning. Hey, Sister Kim. Happy Friday. Good morning, and Sister Sylvia. God bless everyone on the call. Merry Christmas. Hey. Happy New Year. Praise hey, God. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. Brother Andrew, were you about to say something to me? Uh, yeah, I was saying happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Good morning. Sarah. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday to you. Morning, Andrew. Uh, morning, Apostle. It's favorite Friday. Let's get it. That's Rochelle. Hey, Rochelle. Happy Friday to you. Good morning, Good morning, Brother Michael. Hey, Brother Michael. Happy Friday to you. Good to see Happy you on the Friday. wall. Happy Friday to you as, as well. Thank you. Uh-huh. Be blessed and highly favored. Hey, Brother Andrew. Good morning. It's Dee Dee. Um, you got away without me saying happy birthday to you, so I just wanted to tell you that I love you. And happy birthday, even though I'm late singing it to you. Happy Friday. Okay, thank you, Dee Dee. Uh-huh. Thank you, Dee Dee. Happy birthday, Andrew. I'm sorry. Good yeah. morning, Diane. Thank you. Good morning, Diane. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Got on mute. Happy birthday, Brother Andrew. Happy birthday to you. Love you, brother. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Dee Dee trying to throw you guys off the scent. My My birthday was last Friday. I know, but you didn't let me sing to you, so I had to get you. You don't get away from me. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, we had the mic ready, and we had the spot. You were going to give an A and B selection, but you you didn't. I don't know. You were, you were, you you had a cold or something. I, I, okay. I don't know what that was. I'm going on mute. <laughs> Uh, it's just good to be alive this morning. I, I've been blessed. God allowed me another trip around the sun, and he gets all the credit because Satan wanted me out of here, but the Lord preserved me. So I thank him for every moment. And I thank him for the clear victory. This is a mighty strong prayer call, and we're here to lift the name of the Lord. My name's Andrew. Who just joined me? Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy belated uh, birthday, brother. Thank you, Sister Tracy. Thank you very much. Happy Friday. We are moving into uh, the season of the year where everybody is talking about the Christmas spirit, but we know who the spirit is. He's the Holy Spirit. 
and we love him and we know what function he brings to our walk with Christ. And it's now the time when we need to start instructing people on who he actually is. He's not a what, he's a who. And rather than people just being willy-nilly with the spirit of the holidays, we need to make him familiar. He's the Holy Spirit. And he leads us and guides us in all manner of truth if we let him. And I'll ask one more time. This is the Clear Victory. My name is Andrew. Did anyone just join us on the call? If not, I'm going to ask everyone that can hear me, please put your phone on mute. Make sure during the call that you check from time to time to make sure your phone is still on mute so that as the word of God goes forth, there are no impediments to those hearing and those delivering the word of God. In these in times like these, it is so necessary. But it's time to get started. My name is Andrew. Again, we are here to move forward. And I welcome you again to declare victory. We are a prayer call, and we meet Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m., Pacific Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. This morning, we have a new guest with us. Her name is Valerie. Uh, Apostle Pierre invited her. This is her first time, and we so welcome her to this August band of believers. It's a blessing to have her and we're strengthened by her number this morning. Today is Men's Day on Friday where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Be sure to join us during the rest of the month of December where our monthly theme is still entitled More as in focusing on hearing and receiving more of God so that we can and will be more like him. Two announcements are before us this morning. First family, we are planning a birthday blessing for our founder, Dion Jackson, whose birthday is right around the corner on January 14th. We would like to invite you to participate in giving a monetary token of our gratitude to bless her on her special day. Any amount is going to be a blessing. You can do so by using one of the following methods. For PayPal, it's at Dion Jackson. On Venmo, it's at the Radical Midwife. On Cash App, it's dollar sign, the Radical Midwife. I'll give those to you again. 
for PayPal at Dion Jackson. On Venmo at the Radical Midwife. On Cash App, it's dollar sign the Radical Midwife. We are making this announcement early so as to alert everyone and give them time because it's a holiday around the corner. We want everyone enough time to participate. We want to go big and bless her soft thought for being the blessing that she is. We hope that you can join in. There will be a virtual card, so be sure to put your full name in the memo section when you are in the particular app. Secondly, please join us for Friday Night Live tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling this same number. You will definitely be blessed. The title of tonight's call is Talk Less, so you can hear. Friday Night Live from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There were no prayer requests on the online app this morning, but there are prayer requests that we need to be mindful of. Firstly, we are lifting Valerie up, who was our new caller this morning, and we're asking her to be blessed to come again and again and again some more. We are praying for the children, the children that are being bullied, the children that are having difficulty getting to and from school, whether there's no one up at home to get them up and roused and dressed and fed for those that don't have food to eat for breakfast at home, they've got to get it at school. And sometimes they don't make it on time. For those that don't have wash water, clean wash water to use and no clean clothes to wear, we're lifting them. There are many homeless kids in school that are getting laughed at or ostracized because of that fact. We're lifting those who are incarcerated and still separated from their parents, the ones that are with their parents and homeless, the ones that are sick and in hospice care, the ones that are lonely because their parents are sick and they have to be grown way, way too soon the ones that are being hurt because their innocence is taken too early, the ones that feel that there is no hope, the ones that feel that the, the, the world has them by too strong a grip, the ones that don't need, don't know God, we're lifting them before you. The ones that are on the other side of the digital divide, the ones whose impact, whose daily impact is felt because of the financial crisis 
that so many families are in right now. We're lifting up the first responders, the ones that are getting weary from doing right on the lines, the ones that can't quit because there's no one to take their place. We're putting the ones that are uh, feeling the pinch of racism, the keenest before you, those who know the word of prayer. We're praying for the ones that are the reason for people feeling the sting of racism. We're lifting them before you. We're lifting the ones that have leadership positions from the federal down to the local and neighborhood levels. We're praying that they be aware of the damage they can do and the good that they can usher in using the same methods. We're asking for prayer for the yokemen of the gospel, the one that have the pressure and the responsibility for praying over the flock, for lifting up the names of their congregants and praying earnestly and fervently for their health and their mindset. We're lifting up families, marriages. We're lifting up financial statuses of the people that we love and deal with. We're praying for ourselves and our friendships, praying for our families. And we're praying for the peace of Israel. We're praying that the Lord not delay his coming and that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. All of these needs we present before the throne of grace this morning. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. And then we will go immediately into love, life, and victory at the end where Apostle Pierre may give us insight into the lesson that he teaches this morning. That order once again, prayer and corporate praise was brought by Brother Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Immediately following, we will go into closing comments hosted by Apostle Pierre that we call Love, Life, and Victory. The scripture for today is Philippians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to please check your phone. Make sure that it's still on mute. And do not come off of mute until we're instructed by 
the brother praying for us this morning to come off mute as he suggests and enter into corporate praise. I now prepare to pass the call. Please pray for me. My name is Andrew Hart. Having a little difficult morning this morning, but God understands. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Father, we say thank you today. We bless your name. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We thank you because you hear the answer prayer. We thank you because you are our God and we are your people. We thank you because we are the apple of your eye. God, we thank you because you are El Shaddai. You are most high, most powerful. You are our God. Father, and for that, we say thank you. We thank you because you are our sure place. You are our nail in the sure place. God, you are the root in the dry place. God, we say thank you this morning because all that you are. God, we thank you because of who you've been in the midst of what we're going through. God, we thank you that you've been a way maker. God, we thank you that you've been our burden bearer, that you've been our mind keeper, that you've been a sustainer. Father, we say thank you today. We take note of who you are, who you have been, and who you will be in our life. God, we declare today is the day of victory. And so, God, because you've given us the power to declare victory, we say thank you. Because you've given us the ability to declare power, we say thank you. Now, God, I pray for our brother Andrew. Touch him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. God, I pray that you would give him comfort care now. God, whisper into his ear what it is that who he is to you, what he means to you. Lift his heart, God. Lift the bow down head. Strengthen him on every leaning side. God, put your hand in his back and your, your lips to his ear and give him the strength to go forward. God, I pray that you would wrap your loving arms around here. Give comfort care now. Father, allow your spirit to minister in the quiet place of his heart. Father, I pray now that you encourage his heart even the more. Let him know his faith in you is not vain or not for not. But God, prove yourself this day. Now, God, we pray for those that are connected to us in every way, shape, form, and fashion. I believe, God, that you would love the Anyway, that they belong to you. So, God, that they cannot contend for themselves, Father, I pray that you would be our man of war. Father, where they cannot speak for themselves, I pray that you would be our lawyer. Father, where they cannot contend for themselves, God, I ask that you would do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ever ask or think. And, God, we'll give your name the glory. Give your name the praise. We ask you now, God, to do the exceeding, the abundantly, above all that we ask or think. God, I ask that you would touch our minds. God, touch every mind that is connected here. God, let them know that you are their God. Father, we pray for the establishment of peace now. God, you said in your word that you would be the Prince of Peace. So we establish your throne today. And God, we'll give you the glory now. God, I ask that you would open up the heaven in this season of more. God, that this, the heavens would open up unhindered and uninterrupted. Let there be a constant flow, not a trickle, not a drip, but God, let there be a flow from heaven, from heaven to earth. God, we incline to heaven's desire. God, let our lives meet up with heaven's desire. Let our lives show what heaven wants for us. God, in the season of more, we thank you for more peace. We thank you for more prosperity. We thank you for more mindsets that are like you. We thank you for more shifts in your anointing. We thank you for more shifts in your glory. We thank you 
you for putting us in the place to receive more. God, we thank you as vessels to receive that all that you would have for us. Pour out the more, God. God, open up, open up these your vessels that you may pour out like never before. God, touch those that are moved in the places that you have to give. God, I ask now that you would pour and show them who you are like never before. God, we say thank you. Thank you for every member of Declare Victory. God, thank you for every person that hears us. God, we ask you now that you would synchronize our sound with heaven's sound. We synchronize ourselves with heaven's desire. And God, we expect you. We expect you in every way. Hey, glory to God. We expect you in every light. We expect you, God. We declare that there is no place that the enemy is able to be comfortable. But God, because of our sound, because of the torch we carry for you, God, the enemy is exposed. And God, because of that, we are victorious. So God, in the place of victory, we open up our mouths and we begin to tell you thank you. In the place of victory, we take our phones off of mute and begin to shout hallelujah. God, we come together now corporately to give you glory. We come together Thank you. 
and you answered, and then God replies back to us, and he says, yes, you serve me through this, and see the way that I made, and so she found herself in a place where she was making God remember what her husband had done for their family. And so she said, now the creditor has come to take me and my children as slaves. And Elijah asked her, what should I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? That's the first point and the first question that I want to ask you before we tap into getting in the more in this season. Some of us look outside of what we already have. What do you have in your house? And when I'm talking about your house, I'm not just talking about the house that you live in, but what do you have stored up in your heart? What's in your hand? What's that dream? What's that ambition? What's that business endeavor? What's that, uh, that book? What's that play? What's that movie that you have in your heart? What did God place inside of your house for you to work with? And so he said, tell me, what do you have in your house? And she answered, and this is most of our answers, I have nothing in the house except a jar of oil. And sometimes we often look at what we have and we think it's not good enough. We look at what we have and we think that it's minute. We look at what we have and we think, oh, this, this isn't worth anything. It doesn't amount to anything. And so my very first point that I want to make to you is this. Don't discredit the accept. Don't discredit the accept. We, we see in scripture, even when, uh, I'll, I'll use David as an example, when the prophet went to the, son of, to the house of Jesse and they said, hey, God said, I'm sending you to anoint the next king. All of the sons came in front of him and none of them were the one. And then he asked Jesse, he said, hey, do you have another son? Do you, is, is there anyone else? Because these are the ones you brought before me, but God said, they're not the one. And Jesse replied, he said, yeah, there, there's another one, just David. The only one that's left is David. There's nobody left except David. And so sometimes we get caught up in being the, uh, the afterthought, and, and we get caught up in thinking that we don't have enough or that we're not good enough. And I remember my friends were planning this dinner, and uh, I was telling them, I said, so y'all wasn't going to tell me? And they said, well, you could come. You can come, and my response to them was, nope, I'm not coming because I don't want to be an afterthought. And the Holy Spirit whispered in my ear, and he said, there's a blessing in being an afterthought. There's a blessing in being an afterthought because the afterthought is the one that the oil runs for. It's the one, the afterthought is the one that actually possesses the oil. And so here it is, this woman said, I have nothing in my house except a jar of oil. Who would have known that the jar that she had that had that little bit of oil in it was going to keep providing for her? It was going to get her out of debt. And so Elisha told her, he said, listen, borrow as many empty containers from your neighbors. Borrow as many empty containers as you can from your neighbors. Sometimes we have to, even when we only have a little, we have to not be prideful to go to the very ones that will not believe. We have to go to the very ones that saw us struggle. We have to go to the very ones that know our story. We got to go to the very ones that, that, that saw us struggle, that saw us go through, that saw us cry, that saw us bleed. We got to go to those very ones and say, hey, listen, let me borrow a little bit of your faith or let me borrow something that you have that's empty because God is about to provide. Just imagine for one second, what if she only had faith to go to one neighbor's house? What if you only had faith to trust God when you can see how he was going to provide? What if you only had faith enough and you just went and you just borrowed one little jar? from the neighbor. You just borrowed that, that small jar. You didn't borrow any big containers. You got, you got a little cup. 
you got a teacup from them. But what happens when you say, hey, no, I need that tub that you have in your garage. I need that big storage bin that you have in your garage because God is about to do something great. I just want to prophesy to about five of you on this line and tell you that this is the season that I don't want you to look at your jar as being empty, but I want you to start going and store, getting those storage bins out because God is about to give you more than you expected. God is about to provide for you more than you ever thought he could. The word of God says it this way. He says, I will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can act, think, or even imagine. There are some things that we're asking God for, and he says, don't stop pouring. He says, don't stop pouring. And so it says after this, that the woman borrowed the empty container. She, he said, then close the door behind you and your children and pour oil into those containers. Listen, here's what this prophetically says. It says, number one, after you get what you need to store up for what God is about to release, close your door. Close your door. Only bring the people with you that you know will benefit from your poor. You have to only allow the people that's going to benefit from what you have inside of you to, to experience what God is doing behind the scenes. Sometimes our oil does not pour and our oil does not flow because we have the wrong people in the room. There are some people we have given access to the privacy of what God is trying to do for us, and he cannot get it to our hands because they don't believe and they're not going to benefit. They're not going to benefit from it. And so he says, take, the, take you and your children and pour the oil into these containers. And when one is full, set aside another. Listen, don't you stop pouring just because that one got full. Don't stop pouring just because, don't, don't stop believing just because God answered that one prayer. What is he going to do next? Don't stop checking off the things on your prayer list just because you see them coming to pass. So don't get discouraged because you don't see that thing come to pass. And so you stop praying for it. You stop believing for it. You stop trusting God for it. This is the season where God is going to do more. You've been asking God just to give you a car, and you've been looking at Hondas when God is trying to give you a Lexus. And so don't stop the poor. And then it says, so after that, it says, once one was full, she set it aside. So she left him and closed the door behind her and her children. The children kept bringing containers to her, and she kept pouring. When the containers were full, she told her son, bring me another container. Listen, what else is God calling you to do in this season? What else is your poor? What else is your poor? Okay, yes. You operate in faith, and yes, you trust the God, and you're working this nine to five, but what's your next poor? What's the next business? What's the next book you're supposed to write? What's the next ministry you're supposed to start? What's the next, um, what's the next movie you're supposed to write? What's the next poem you're supposed to write? What's the next dish you're supposed to cook? What is it next that's going to make the poor in your house worth it? What's next? What's next? And so she told her son, bring me another one. And the children kept bringing containers, and she kept pouring. When the containers were full, she told her son, bring me another. He told her, there are no more containers, and the olive oil stopped flowing. He told her, there are no more containers. You're not at that place where there are no more containers. There are some things that God is about to have you to pour into that's going to benefit your life. It's some things that, that you would have thought that, um, that, you, you, that was just it. That was just all to you. 
And God's like, no, there's more. There's a song that says, I'm alive, I'm alive, and I am not an accident because I'm alive because there's more. There's more. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, and this is not a business plug, but it is. It, it's to give you hope. It's to give you hope. I thought that all I was destined to do was to work with children, counsel them, preach the word of God, and I thought that all I was supposed to do was go and preach and sing and help people and, and teach workshops. And then my friend, uh, Jamal, he was like, hey, listen, I need you to look at this. He said, how's your credit? And I start looking at that. And so I start working on my credit. And he says, hey, listen, you need to start helping other people. And so I realize now I have a passion, another passion that's bringing finances in because God is teaching me how to pour into people and to pull them out of where they are. So I thought that there were no more containers, and God said, no, let me put all of this area of your life. You focus so much on preaching the word of God. You focus so much on, on, on singing. You focus so much on prophesying. But what did I give you in the natural that you can pour into? Who is it that God called you to pour into? What's your next pour for the earth that's going to benefit your life? One of the things that, that God had to remind me of, and I put it in our group chat yesterday, was he said, I spent so many seasons building other people's dreams when he's been trying to bless my vision. I've been pouring in the wrong containers. I've been pouring in everybody else's containers when I got a cabinet full in my house. And so uh, we, we begin to treat the things of God as if um, – like the dollar store, we cook a big meal and we have Tupperware that we've never opened. But instead of us reaching on the shelf, getting what we already have and pouring the stuff into that, we go all the way to the dollar store and make an unnecessary trip to pour in something that's not big enough or pour in something that's not of good quality that's just going to crack or, or, or wither away or melt after the first wash. What is it that God placed in you? And last but not least, here's what it says. It says, and he told her there were no more containers, so the olive oil stopped flowing. And she went and told the man of God, and he said, sell the oil and pay your debt, and the rest is for you and your children. Wow. So you mean to tell me that the vessels and the containers that she borrowed not only got her out of debt, but it was enough for her to live off of? It was enough for her to live off of. So my three points that I want to leave with you is this. Don't discredit to accept because it's more than enough. Number two, remember what you have in your house. Remember what you have inside of you. It's more to you than what you think. And number three, don't stop your poor. Don't stop your poor. Just because it looks unconventional, just because it sounds unconventional, just because it, it looks like this is not the way that God is going to come through. Don't stop your poor. And it's funny because um, God deals with <laughs> filling up empty vessels. So that was in Second Kings 14, but when you go back and you go to First Kings 17, and you can read that at your leader, at your leisure. When you go, there's another widow that Elijah, he meets. And she's like, hey, I don't have nothing left, you know. I, I just have enough flour and I have enough oil. 
to feed me and my son and we gonna die. And he's like, hey, make me a cake first. And she did, and when she made the cake for him, all of a sudden, he never ran out of oil. She never ran out of oil. And God has said, hey, listen, focus on what I'm doing. Don't focus on what's coming after you. Don't focus on what's coming to take away what you already have. Don't focus. Oh, wow. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen, here's what the Lord just whispered in my ear. He said, don't even focus on what died. You don't have permission in this season to focus on what died. Focus on what's next. Where's your next pour? Okay, yes, that business endeavor ends. Don't you stop opening businesses. Yes, that ministry ended. Don't you stop doing ministry. Yes, they told you that you were off and you went through that church hurt, but don't stop loving on God. Don't stop loving on people. Yes, that marriage ended, but don't give up on love. Don't stop your poor because of what died. That's all I have for you guys this morning. And I think that that's the thing that we we all should take with us. Out of everything I said, that thing just hit me the most. Don't focus on what died. Can't focus on what died. I got to focus on my next poor. So, Father, I thank you for your people. I thank you for even this word that you gave us, God, in this season of more, that we can't focus on what was dead, but we have to focus on what's next. We have to focus on what's next, God. And so, Father, I thank you that even as we go through this day, that you are going to release us into our more, and you're going to cause us to live in the victorious space. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Any questions, comments, concerns? Anyone want to say good morning? Anyone have anything that you want to share? Uh, The floor is open. Good morning. This is Mary. I really, really enjoyed your declaration. It was just perfect. Thank you. Good morning, Mary. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Good, Good morning, morning this is Diane. Great decoration. And it's, I just see where I can apply things to my life. So I appreciate your, your message this morning. Thank you so much, Diane. Who else was that that was speaking? It was Krishanda. Good morning. Hey, Krishanda. Good morning. Good morning. I enjoyed your declaration. And usually when I hear that uh, particular scripture, I go, wow, they're asking her to give her last, just almost a nerve. And today I found humor in it. Like, yeah, you're not going to die. Just go and get some, go get filled with vessels of oil. You'll be all right. Just give me your last and keep it moving. That's what I heard. I found humor in it today. Like, you'll be all right, girl. Go get fill those vessels and keep it right. God bless you for you keep it going. God bless you. Love you. Bless you. Love you as well. Hey, anybody else? Good morning. Hey. I love you, sir. Thank you um, for the the morning. I know we usually just say good morning, but I wanted to say that being the afterthought is who I've been, but you put it in a whole other perspective. I'm grateful for that. Um, and even with the shifting, how um, how are you talking about dead things? Because right now I'm feeling like everybody that, that I thought would be close to me have died. And so I don't even know, I don't even know how to word it. I just thank you for the perspective because it's just not what it is. 
So the more is coming. So the, the, the relationships and stuff that I'm grieving right now, people that are gone, like they're no longer on this earth, but there are people that are still here. And so this morning, you just gave me a whole new, I'm, I'm in a praise mode. So I just thank you and I love you and thank God for you in my life. Love you as well. Yeah, that's the thing, and, and I can relate to that, Didi, because um, I'm, my birthday's on the 21st of December, and so I'm used to celebrating my birthday with my best friend. Uh, as you guys know, my best friend died earlier this year, but this past week, um, I spent the week in the Bahamas and, and Florida with some with some of my other friends and my new friends, and it was amazing. And although my best friend wasn't here, I looked at the fact, wow, when God took one, he gave me four more close friends that were just amazing. And so um, it's great. And so, yes, there's nothing wrong with being an afterthought. It's nothing wrong with grieving those moments. But at the same time, look at what you accomplish still. Like most of us say, oh, my God, I don't know how I can live without them. And look what we're doing now. We're living. I'm still living. And so, yeah, I, I, I attest to that. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Valerie. Even though this is my first time, I really enjoyed it, Apostle Pierre. Oh, thank you, Valerie. Thank you so much for getting on with us. Hi, Pastor Pierre. After what you just said, it hit my heart. I just lost my sister on Tuesday. And from declare victory from my church, everything, and the sisterhood I have with this call has been such a blessing. They've been so supportive and checking in on me and my boys. It's been a blessing. Where you said you had one friend you had lost, you ended up getting four friends. I lost one sister and I got so many more. That was beautiful. Wow. And so, Father, even now, we thank you for your daughter. We thank you that you are the God of all comfort. And so, Lord, we release, God, your comfort and your joy over your daughter. Father, we thank you that you are even raising up other sisters for her. You're raising up new friendships. And so, Father, we thank you even for the grief process, God. We thank you that she will experience the anger. She will experience the disbelief. But, God, most of all, she will experience your joy and your healing, Father. We thank you in advance that the memories that she have with her sister will cause her to live in great abundance. And Father, she would do things that will make her sister proud. And so, Lord, I thank you for healing the family and for bringing, Father, the family into a place of complete wholeness and complete healing, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning, Sister Lisa. I thank you for your decoration. I thank God for this call. Uh, yes, as I'm going through healing, God has given me comfort. Well, I lost my son last year, and now it's Christmas time, and um, I, I'm learning how he is comforting my heart and giving me peace to where I can uh, rejoice and thank God uh, through it all, you know, and, and, and remember the good times like Judy was telling me. And I think because before I got on this call, I was losing hope. And now I have hope and I'm rejoicing and remember the time that he gave me 38 years with him. And then um, his kids, uh, my heart is broken for them because they're having a hard time. One is 14, one is 
and the girl, the son is 14 and the girl is 11. So they having a hard time, but I'm, I know that God is a healer and I'm trusting him more now. You know, when I used to say I didn't need him, I need him more than ever. And so I'm rejoicing there. And then he put another man, I'm mean, not a young boy that um, had an accident and uh, he was sleeping in his car. So he had that car no more. And so as his mother and the family just kind of separated through my pain, even God said help, you know, cause I know what it is to be uh, homeless. Cause I was there and he delivered me from that and I'm grateful. So I'm helping this young man and uh, you know, he's going forward. He hasn't got on the call yet, but he's working two jobs and, you know, he hears me on the phone and he hears me praying at four o'clock every morning. I'm up uh, praying and thanking God uh, just for bringing me through. But the call, uh, the Claire Victory call has helped me and it is helping me. And um, for the more, I need to learn how to get on, you know, good sites like the Claire Victory. I don't know how to work this uh, next, what you call it, uh, you know, the different sites to get on. So it's kind of like I'm closed off to certain things, um, you know, going forward. But I need, I can do all things through Jesus Christ. So um, I need to learn how to do those things so that I can be connected um, to everything that's going on in Christ on the, on the Internet. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Bless you. Bless you. And I'll continue to pray for you as well. Anyone okay. else? Good morning, Apostle. It's uh, Restore Resilient, Rochelle. I enjoyed your declaration, and I thank God that he also com always confirms. I, I always say that because he does. Um, I, In my meditation and prayer time, I, all, I keep saying, poor, Lord, poor. But it makes so much sense now as to why, um, you know, take, dwelling on those dead things and moving those out, um, making giving you the capacity for more. So all this month, this more has, has been uh, amazing. But today just gave me clarity on why in my meditation, so I thank God for your declaration. I thank God for you. And it is true that, um, you know, when people say it's not biblical, when people say that God will give you double for your trouble, it, it, they say that, but he does give you double. You know, when you lose one, he will give you um, a, a tribe, a team, a sisterhood, a brotherhood. He does do it. So God bless you. Bless you. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Yeah, good. Ooh. Good morning, Apostle. This is uh, Jubilant Juliet. Uh, hey Juliet. Hey, that was I, I love that decoration. Um, it's funny. Um, years ago, you know, I was reading that, that 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 book, you know, and I read that story, and I remember God saying to me, "Okay, what do you have in your house?" And do you know, Apostle? I have been I was been stuck on that question. I mean, there's many things at my house, but I was stuck on on, on that question. Now, I'm not really stuck on the question, I understood the question, but the rest of the passage, like from the point of her, you know, um, going, him having to go out to get the, 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 what, well, from, from her answering 
the question where she did all I have is the the, the you know the jars the, and then from you know just from that part beyond I, I just I was asking God to like break that down I was stuck there just with that question and you answered those questions today that's uh-huh. why I know this is my season because that was my must have been like five or six years ago and I wanted to understand, like, why is the woman going in the house and shut in and stuff like that? And it was like, you just, you just broke it all down. So, I was, you know, because God, I guess I know that the Lord will come to you and sometimes he wants you to sit in something. So that's what I sat in for all that time was just that question. And now he's. And knowing he, him knowing that I wanted to know more about, I mean, have a better understanding about the rest of, of of the story, and he just broke it down today. So I know my more is right here. I mean, I know that I'm in that season of more. So thank Listen, you. So it's much. right, it's literally right there. Anyone else? Hello. Hey, just hey. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Apostle. This is Mark Simona. Hi. Hey. Do you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, yeah, my phone is just a little low. Oh, God, great declaration. And just God be praised. Um, and I just have to, just, when you ask that question, I just, um, same thing with Juliet just said, like, what you have in your house, right? And I was just sitting here thinking, of course, y'all, I'm going to be real with y'all. So I was think like, no disrespect, that it's just a mess. You know what I'm saying? And and then I thought about it, the Holy Spirit said, but I'm there too. I'm in your house. I'm thinking about my tabernacle. You know, I'm thinking like in that way too, you know, and in my house. So what you going to do? I'm here too. Stop just looking at it and and allow me to help you um, really clean it up. You know, you you got, for me, I I got these big black bags sometimes and I don't feel like, doing something that just wanted them in that big black bag over there in the corner or, you know, stuff like that. So what I got from your decoration was like, no one was in your house, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's a mess, I am so grateful that Jesus gave me the Holy Spirit who abides in me, that can clean and shine that light and expose all that mess. And I was just thinking about it in that way. And he shall clean me. He shall wash me. I shall be as Christmas as so. And I was just thinking, he was just saying, showing all that to me. But I got to get up. I got to move. You know, I got, you know, can't be just comfortable looking at that bag over there in that corner. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever all the mess may be. So I got, I just really want to thank you for the declaration of just how um, sometimes when, you hear things like that, what's in your house? And I used to think like, oh, it's a mess. And be like, oh, I feel bad. But I'm just so grateful that God is showing me, you know, it's a mess, but I got you. Um, I'm there with you. You know, let's just clean this up. You know what I mean? Thank you so yeah. much. When you guys get a chance, I, I want to challenge you to look at, um, it's on Netflix now, but the movie The Shack, there's a scene in that movie where the guy, he's angry because his daughter's dead, but he goes and he helps um, the girl who represents the Holy Spirit in the garden, and he sees weeds there. And she says, look at this garden. He says, yeah, it's a mess. And her response to him is, yeah, but this mess is you. And when she replies that he is weeding and 
he sees this beautiful flower, but then he sees this vine that has poison. She says, hey, be careful with that. That's poison. He said, well, why would this poison grow in this garden that's full of beautiful things? And she says, the nectar from this poison helps this flower to become beautiful. And so although your house may be a mess, sometimes that mess is necessary because it makes what you're producing beautiful. And so I, I look at certain things like that, and I even look at certain things in my house. I'm like, ooh, okay, wow. When I finally go through this black bag, I realize that some of this stuff is unnecessary, but there's some stuff in here that I thought I, that I, thought I needed that I don't. But there's also some stuff in here that I forgot I had. And so I want to prophesy that to you, that there are some things that you don't even know that you had that you needed. There are some things that are inside of you that God is finally bringing it to the forefront because you decided to empty out the container. I never knew that I can do credit repair. I got as much as I worked in banking. I literally programmed my mind to all I do is preach, sing, write books, and teach. But I never tapped into the other entrepreneurial side of me. If it didn't deal with the arts and it dealt with finances, I'm not touching it. But now I'm discovering a whole nother pore. Only because I decided to go through my dark area and say, oh, wow, I really didn't need that. I needed that. So I just want to encourage you, you know, go through, go through the dark place. Anybody else? Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is kindness. Thank you so much for that wonderful declaration. You have me all over the place this morning. I just want to let you know that I always um, really enjoy when you share. Um, I just thank God this morning as you were, you know, referencing our house, that I have a housekeeper. You know, God is my housekeeper. When I need something fixed or, you know, I can just address yes. him and say, you know, this corner is <laughs> a little messy over in this corner. Lord, I need you. And he will manifest exactly what he did for that lady. You know, he'll let me know, hey, you got a little bit over here, but you need to do some work. Go on out there and do this and do that. And not only will he bring what I need, but he'll pour into me more. So I'm going to continue to pour, brother. I'm looking for that more. And as I looked up the meaning this morning of afterthought, you know, because it kind of hit me. And we do, sometimes we get sensitive, we get in our feelings. And I'm so glad that he whispered that to you because, um, it made me kind of look into it a little bit more, right? And the, the, the meaning of afterthought is an item thing, I'm gonna go ahead and put person in there as well, that is thought of or added later, okay? We all know, okay, that's common sense, right? But when I dissected it, I said, okay, it's the addition, it's the more. That's relevant to exactly what we are talking about. So thank God I don't mind being the afterthought. You know, I just am gonna continue to pour and pour and pour and expect the more to be able to continue to pour. So I love you, Apostle Pierre. Happy birthday, King. May God continue to bless you and fill you. And I love you. Love you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is Tanya. Great declaration. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tanya. Anyone Thank else? you and happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, Apostle. <clears throat> I want to say thank you for your declaration. Happy birthday, and I thank, thank you. you. Um, <clears throat> your word was 
truly um, an encouragement for me this morning, and if I could be transparent, the times where you are, are you working, doing, you know, where God exactly wants you to be, you're doing God's work, but then things and situations, circumstances get you frustrated, and then you get into your feelings, and you're like, I don't, that's it, I think it's enough, but thank you for encouraging me to keep going because there's more, and not to get into my feeling because it's about God. And there's more because God has put so much in us. I think what He has put in us, half of it, we don't even tap into. So we just have to keep trusting, not just the process, but rather trust Him to continue to lead us, pouring us, pouring us, pouring us, pouring us. Thank you, God bless you. Have a wonderful day and enjoy your birthday month. Bless you. Thank you so much. A uh, few more minutes. Anybody else before we go? Happy, happy birthday, Pastor Pierre. This is thank Cynthia. You. Um, hey, I, thank uh, you, Cynthia. You're welcome. I've been asking God um, for uh, what is the more in my life. He has blessed me tremendously um, when I, um, like I'm at a job now, but I, I do a lot of cleaning for people, and he has blessed me tremendously in that area where, um, when I when one leaves, another comes, and so I've been asking him, what is more that you want me to do in my life besides? Because um, I know I'm a, a servant. I know I like to serve people. I like to help people and stuff like that. But what what is the more in my life? And that's what I've been um, working on. What is the more that he wants me to do? I've been asking him, Lord, am I not hearing you? Um, am I not praying enough to hear what you are saying to me? Um, am I stuck? Um, I do feel like I'm moving somewhat. Um, and I know we tend to want to move, but we have to move when, you know, he wants us to move. But my thing is I'm asking God, what is the more in my life? Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm not moving. Sometimes I feel like I'm just stuff there um, is because I know cleaning is not everything you want me to do. So my thing is, what is the more? What is the more? And I know I haven't been speaking much. I've been on the phone all the time and I've just been listening. And my thing now is I've been trying daily, honestly, been picking up my word, just in my word, studying my word, you know, doing that. So I don't know if he's got me at a standpoint where the, the uh, when I say I want more is because he won't just want me more in my word um, to study the word to study study to show myself approved or what. So my thing is God, what is the more? It, what what else is it you want me to do? What what are some of the desires, uh, the desires of my heart? You know. So do me that, a favor. That is my um, I have a strategy for you. When we get off this call, what I need you to do is. Um, inbox me your phone number on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Yes, I am. Okay. Inbox me your phone number on Facebook, and I'm going to call you after this call and give you the okay. strategy. All right. Hey, okay. Apostle. Yes. Apostle, this is Dee Dee. I wanted you, if you could, I know you. we're going to wind the call up, but um, can you do a prayer for just the Bay Area? Um, and then when you get another chance to reach out to Armani, because I, I share with the family that 
um, you know, he does music and he was one of the people who got robbed at Jack London and they took so much from him. Um, he has all like his uh, computer, laptop, all that stuff. But the most important thing to him were, were his three hard drives that he has music on that he can't ever replace. But I know that God can give him the more. So if you would just, because it's getting so bad in the Bay Area that it doesn't matter. You could be at church and come out and your whole car has been, you know, they took your tires. It's that bad. And they're also robbing people at gunpoint in the daytime. So if you would, um, you don't, you could do it now or later, but just pray for just, I mean, everywhere, but it's really getting bad in the Bay Area. I don't even want to go to Oakland for nothing anymore. So if you would, I just want to share that. I definitely will. Uh, anybody else? Before I close out, okay. And simply before I close, this is, um, I felt led to do this. I normally, you know, like I'm not that Bible person uh, that talks about finances and anything, but if anyone wants to fix their credit or repair their credit, um, I'm going to do something special for you. I'm gonna help you out. I just need you to inbox me your name and your phone number. Um, and I, I'm going to help those of you that that's going to be my birthday and my Christmas present to you. Um, I believe that some of you are going to tap into more. And even if you don't need your credit fix, if you need uh, life insurance or anything like that, I want to set you up so when the more comes, you're in position to be a good steward over it. So just inbox me your name, and I am more than willing to help you out uh, in that. And so let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that you are the God of all strength. You're the God of all power and that there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. And so, Lord, as your prophetic voice, as your apostle, Father, I decree and declare, God, that all principalities over uh, California, over the Bay Area, Father, I decree and declare, God, that your word says that you will send your angels to fight with the Prince of Persia, Father. I decree and declare that all violence, all robberies, Father, all spirits of Rob Shaka that have come to shock and devastate even that region, Father, I decree and declare that his hand and his power is broken by the authority of Jesus Christ. Father, I decree and declare that God, even those that are even us uh, doing the robberies, that are even doing the stealings, that are even doing the break-ins, Father, I thank you that even now, Lord, that you will even begin to give them witty ideas and creative inventions that, God, they can even step into a place of financial gain legally. Father, I bind all illegal activity in the name of Jesus. Lord, I decree and declare that a spirit of conviction will begin to hit their hearts. Father, I thank you that your word declares unto us that the heart of the king is in the Lord's hands and he can turn it whichever way he chooses. And so, Father, now I thank you, God, that you are touching the kingpins. You are touching the drug dealers. You're touching the robbers. Father, you're touching the thieves. You're touching the drug dealers. Father, you're touching even those that are planning for the demise of your sons and daughters. Father, I thank you that they will have a divine encounter with the heart of God, with the conviction of God. Lord, I decree and declare, God, that you will cover your people with your blood. You will cover your sons, cover your daughters. Father, I announce over the Bay Area, Father, I specifically pray for Armani. Father, I decree and declare that the season of recompense will hit his life once again. God, that you are causing time to be bent back and the things that he lost, Father, will hit him double fold, Father, and that they will come back 
after him, Father. They say you will bring back the songs. You will bring back new sounds. You will bring new clients. Father, you will open new doors in Jesus' name. Father, everything that was lost, I thank you that your word promises us that if the thief is caught, God, that they must return it sevenfold. Father, I decree and declare that, God, that you will cause everything that was lost, everything that was stolen, Father, to be returned in Jesus' name. We come into agreement with Jeremiah chapter 30, Father, that all those that sold from us, you will steal from. All those that plunder us, you will plunder. All those that attack us, you will attack. But God, most of all, we stand on your promise that says that you will heal our wounds and restore our health. And so, Father, I thank you that your joy will be their strength. Father, I thank you, God, that even though they had things that were stolen from them, that things that they were robbed, Father, away from them, Father, I thank you that they still walked away with their life. So, Father, I announce with long life, will you satisfy them? God, give them double, God, for what they lost. Father, we promise that we will praise you, give your name glory, honor, and praise. Now, God, as we go throughout our day, I speak blessings over your sons and daughters. I speak, God, that divine intervention and supernatural encounters will be their portion. Father, I speak blessings over their day. Father, I thank you, God, that the people that they come in contact with will bless them. I speak new networking opportunities, new business opportunities, new business ideas upon them. Father, financial increase be their portion. Let them walk into mighty gifts and wonderful surprises. Father, give your angels charge over them. We bind the attack of the wicked one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys with the love of God. And Amen. I will see you guys next time. Amen. Pierre, what's your last name? Robinson. R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. Okay, great. Thanks. And uh, if you guys do not have Facebook and you need to reach me, I can give you my business number. Yes, please do. That number is uh, that number is three one three three zero six zero four four six. That's three one three three zero six zero four four six. And on Facebook, I'm Pierre Robinson. All right. Love you guys with the love of Christ. See you next time. Thank love you. Have a blessed birthday. Turn down for what? Enjoy. Love you, Declare Have Victory. Have a blessed day. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Love you guys. Hope to hear from you Monday, Sister Valerie. Welcome. We love you. God bless you guys. Friday Night Live for those who want to tune in at 6 o'clock. You don't want to miss it. Love y'all.